the adventures of Bradley and Don. My talk, 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's really just been a weird show today. We're it talking has? about, yeah, a lot of food stories, um, but we are not done because we have to talk about PSL. That is pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's party spice time. I don't know. I could have worked on that better. Anyway, PSL season is just around the corner. I don't know how you feel about pumpkin spice latte or just pumpkin spice in general, but the pumpkin spice lattes are coming even earlier than they normally do. They're not latte to the game. See what I did there? Mm, Good. Uh, I've been working on that for 30 seconds. Okay, no, so it turns out they're getting even earlier. It's, uh, I think Starbucks has said they're, you can probably expect them towards the end of the month. Um, but they're not alone, of course, because they're not the only ones that do pumpkin spice. In fact, Donkeys announced when their pumpkin spice is returning. This has become a tradition. I have seen it, and in fact, we all have seen it sort of blow up before our very eyes become a part of the holiday tradition in America. Mm -hmm. I don't get it, but I'm kind of agnostic. I'm not a huge pumpkin spice lover, but I don't hate pumpkin spice. What do you feel about the pumpkin spice, Dawn? I mean, I don't get lattes just in general, but I do like, like you can get chai tea. That's pumpkin spice flavor. I usually do that. Um, And it's, it's really just, it's so funny how, People are either really mad about it or really love it. It's very polarizing. Mike, do you love, hate, or feel indifferently about pumpkin spice? I'm more in the middle, but I would definitely go more love. I do really like it. Yeah, so, like, here's the thing. To me, pumpkin spice, I think a lot of times the thing people hate about it is that it has sort of become ubiquitous. Like, the fact that it's everywhere rubs people the wrong way more than the actual like flavor profile because really pumpkin spice is just some cinnamon. Yeah. You can make it yourself. Some mace, some ginger. So unless you have like a, an aversion to those actual spices, I wonder if a lot of the hate is just the sort of marketing that they don't like. This is what I think it is. There are people who aren't ready for Christmas to be here yet. And the well, holidays that ship sailed a thousand years ago. Well, but, sure. but they connect it to like, I have too many things to do. Please don't try to tell me that it's almost the end of the year. Mm. And then they get resentful because pumpkin wow. spice is coming around. They're like, it's not fall yet. I still want the rest of summer. Those are the people who also get triggered when they see like Halloween candy in the grocery store, which by right. the way, I was at Costco last weekend and I saw they had Christmas stuff up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, I mean, aren't we just, we know that. That's just the way it is. Now. We passed over the July mark, and now it's Christmas time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there are people who are, are like, I just want Christmas to last forever. So they're fine with it. So you said, um, like, chai tea and stuff like that. Is there anything else that you enjoy that's pumpkin spicy? Well, I just love pumpkin pie in general. If I can get Ew. my hand. What? What do you mean, ew? It's kind of gross. <gasps> Mike, have we found something that Bradley doesn't like that's... I think we have. Do I not like things? Do I I mean, you like, like a lot of things that are like home cooking type traditional things. 
So what do you hate about pumpkin I don't hate spice? It. I just no no or no just no, pumpkin, not pumpkin pie. spice. I'm saying pumpkin pie. Uh, you brought up pumpkin pie, and to me, pumpkin pie is boring and sometimes gross. Boring and gross, maybe. It just kind of tastes like uh, like pumpkin pie to me. Like I'm sure Martha Stewart's pumpkin pie would like curl my toes, right? Because like somebody will be like, "No, you've never had yeah, Ina Garten's yeah. pumpkin spice s'more bars." Okay, I'm sure. I would love, or pumpkin pie s'more bars. I'm sure they're amazing. But like, you know, like just like a grocery store pumpkin pie. Yeah. I would rather just have a piece of apple. What about sweet potato pie? I love. So you like that above. Yeah. Sweet potato pie to me is too sweet. Way more flavor than a pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. I guess I just grew up with my mom's pumpkin pie and, you know, it's never going to be duplicated. Really. What about pecan pie? Pecan pie. Love it. Okay. Um, Okay. Just the pumpkin you don't love. No, because I just think it's boring. Like if I see it on a table, it'll be the last piece. I'll eat it. What about with some Cool Whip? I hate Cool Whip. You do? I don't like Cool Whip. I have some in this work. Well, I have some Ready Whip in the fridge right here at work. Because I buy it and I just squirt it right in my mouth. You do not. Yes, I do. You bring Ready Whip to work to leave it <laughs> no, in the fridge to listen, just shove in your mouth? No, I was not. No, I had groceries because I was dog sitting. Oh, and I brought I was like, the Mike, groceries how that I bought. How she been holding out on us? Like, I just like to huff some. Can I get a hit of that? Ready Whip between I have some if commercial you want breaks. Do you think that's weird? It's just a little treat. It's like 30 calories. And then I don't have to like Whatever want your a boat, bunch girl. of cookies. It just judge. helps me, you know. Stave off the cravings for things, yeah. but it probably just adds to it. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. it's fun to just go. Whoop. Now back to pumpkin spice <laughs> latte. No, I'm having way more fun figuring out what the hell you're doing over there. <laughs> <laughs> just inhaling ready whip. MC will hear it go off, and that like he'll be <laughs> watching TV or playing a game. Really, not watching TV. Oh my god! So that's like your secret treat. It's not a secret. <laughs> it's loud. <laughs> He's like, uh oh, so, what are you doing in that there? That is so dawn. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things that, like, I like as a kid always wanted to do it. Now that I'm an adult, I just do, just do it all it. the time. Do you have Hershey syrup that you just squirt in your mouth too? No, oh. I don't. Um, but as a kid, I would also speaking of, we were talking about s'mores last uh, hour. I would, as a kid, like even six years old, get marshmallows from the cabinet, an ice pick, and a lighter, and oh watch Smurfs and light, just sitting on the carpet. How did you watching not burn Smurfs, the house down? Light it on fire. Oh my god! My marshmallow, and just wait until it burned, blow, blow it out, and eat it right off the ice pick. Wow! While parents- my parents weren't up. I was going to say your parents probably put a stop to that once they figured well, that out. Well, you know, I mean, it was the 80s and parents were more like, yeah, do whatever. You know, they weren't as like yeah, helicoptery. Smoking, so, smoking ciggies. Yeah. Yep. Watching my cartoons. Yep. No. <laughs> All right. Um, pumpkin spice. Well, uh, we can put the list on our show links page. So if you are obsessed with pumpkin spice lattes, you can know when and where to get them. Also, I had an article on uh, Krispy Kreme has a fresh crop of pumpkin spice uh Donuts that are available that we can't oh. have because, of course, we don't have any Krispy Kremes in this state. Which is really Sad weird. But. I'm very happy that we don't have them because then I don't. I'm not tempted by them. 
They're very light and airy, and it's easy to eat like six. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I'm glad they're not here. Okay. When we come back, oh my God, the most terrifying and strange story of the day. Kanye West shows up at a Travis Scott concert, hmm. and then people start calling about a possible earthquake. What? We're going to go to Italy when we return right here on my- Three Podcasts. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. For my friends at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. Maybe you're headed up to the lake this weekend to have some banana boats on the grill. I mean, whatever you're doing this weekend, if you're going to be out and about or all over town or even all over the state, call my friends at Boulevard Auto Works and make sure your vehicle is in tip-top shape so it can get you from point A to point B. Your vehicle is super-duper important in your life, which means you want some super-duper important people to take care of that very, very necessary resource. And I bring my vehicle to Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony to Boulevard Auto Works. They've been there for over four decades, and there's a reason. They're the hometown professionals you can trust to keep you comfy and safe on the road all summer long. With free courtesy cars, a car wash with every service, Tom and his team at Boulevard are going to keep you happy, like I said, all summer long. Call them today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. BLVDAutoworks.com. Wherever you're going, they're here to get you there. My Talk 1071. Thank you guys for joining us. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, tell me Dance something party. happened in Italy at a Travis Scott concert, which happened at a really weird place. Um and I want to know Actually, what really went on cool with that. Place. It's a cool place, but isn't it someplace that should just be like protected? Well, let me tell you what happened because, as I said before, we went to break. Kanye West shows up at a Travis con- uh, Travis Scott concert. That's a lot of words to put together. And their brother-in-laws are. And uh, that in and of itself may not be surprising, but it was surprising in the moment and fans freaked out, allegedly, supposedly, which then led somehow to the local fire department getting a bunch of calls about people saying, and I don't know what the Italian equivalent, what is earthquake in Italian, Dawn? Do you know? No, I don't. I can ask MC. Uh, terremoto. So all the people call, uh, Nueve, oh, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? 911 in Italian, whatever mm-hmm. the equivalent is, and go, terremoto, terremoto. They're calling about an earthquake. What? Because of Kanye West and a Travis Scott concert? Well, they didn't know that's what it was, but that that's apparently... That's what they thought it, that it was, because it felt like the earth was shaking underneath them. But that shaking residents were feeling was not from a natural disaster. Rather, as TMZ points out, it was coming from a multitude of fans jumping around when Kanye appeared at Travis's concert. That is hilarious to me. Um, it would continue to be hilarious, though. Uh, except for the fact that also at this very same event, a bunch of people got pepper sprayed. Oh, now, right. Uh, 10 people, uh, or excuse me, it was like 60 people, I think, that got mm-hmm. somehow pepper sprayed. 60 fans needed medical attention after his show on Monday when someone pepper sprayed them. A 14-year-old was also injured in a fall after climbing on a wall. Now, one of those walls is at this location. The location, you said, was weird, but uh, weird perhaps for a Travis Travis Scott concert, but not for uh, the location itself, which was none other than Rome's Circus Maximus, which is near the famed Colosseum. So, 
over at the Circus Maximus, there was a circus uh, caused by a Kanye West surprise appearance at Travis Scott's concert, such that literally the townspeople, and by that I mean fellow Romans, uh, gather around. They thought it was an earthquake. Crazy. Is this because his arch enemy, who he thinks is his arch enemy, but she moved on, created something called a swift cake? Quake? Swift cake. (laughs) Sold with little Debbies. Swift quake? She's caused seismic, actual seismic vibrations or whatever, you know. Earthquakes okay. from our concerts. They're called She's swift quakes. Earthquakes? Yeah, like a 2.4 on the Richter scale. Okay. Yeah, well, so is he just he... like, I got to do that too, so... So he's like, everybody jump up and down right now because I got to be Taylor know. Swift at her own game. I or have no maybe idea. maybe a bunch of his people called the police <laughs> and said, uh, is there an earthquake? Terremoto! Yeah, I don't you know. know. Because he wants to be in the... Because he just can't let go. That- no, I think it was probably a bunch of fans because as you uh, read on in the story, and as I said, um, things kind of went south and a bunch of people got pepper sprayed. People were climbing on walls. Somebody got trampled. So it was a melee in general. And I just thought, what a bizarre sight that would be. You're in you know, one of history's Very. most uh, fascinating landmarks. And I'm sure you're excited because Travis... Uh, Scott is there, and then maybe you love Kanye West. Or maybe just love the idea that this, you know, somebody whose name is bigger than probably his music now um, appears on stage. I just don't think they should have concerts there. Wow. This is, like, extremely old and should be protected. Well, as a result of what happened on Monday, Alfonsina Russo, you guys must be friends. She's the director of the Coliseum Archaeological Park. She has now called for finito on the concerts at Circus Maximus, with the exception, though, of operas and ballets. So you can have certain kinds of... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Music, but not other kinds of music. I I, I feel like it could should maybe either be all or nothing. Yeah. I don't think you, you get to pick and choose. If it's based on like, okay, let's have um, a performance of mimes, for instance. 
Did you know that Jessica Lange studied to be a mime in Paris before she became famous? Well, maybe she can have a show with other mimes where everyone's quiet and nobody makes a big ruckus. Maybe that's the safest thing to do. But you just say, like, pick and choose ballet or... Yeah, no, I don't think you, you know, get to pick and choose. But, um, and I, I don't think that head of the Coliseum Archaeological Park probably has much say in the matter. Well, who does then? Let's get them on the horn. Whoever's, I would imagine, in charge of Rome. Um, I, don't I don't know who permits Director that kind of, of the Coliseum Archaeological Park? That's who, Yeah, that's Alfonsina. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't she be in charge? Well, I don't know. Maybe. She was talking to CNN. Okay. And again, she thinks you can have operas and ballets, but not none of that Travis Scott music. Or rock concerts. That's yeah. just... I yeah. feel like, um, I don't know. I guess I don't have a horse in that particular chariot race. Okay. Well, what do you think? Would you say no to rock concerts here? Or would, if you were like, would you actively, if you were the one in charge? If they're not damaging the, if they're not damaging the space. The structure? Yeah. If they are, obviously, I would say probably you don't want anybody over there, but you know. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't I've know. I've never how. been to the Circus Maximus. I don't know the area. Yeah. Well, I I would think that you'd want to protect something like this, but this that's just me because maybe it's because we don't have a lot of things this old that were structures that are standing now in the United States. So things like this, maybe this is just so commonplace. It's like, oh yeah, that over there. Yeah. Well, I bet there's a lot of sort of like amphitheaters and stuff that have been renovated that they have event spaces at and things right. like that. Again, right. I don't know this particular space, so I don't know if they're like dancing on ruins. That would seem a little uh, unrealistic. But I also would think the Italians are usually, you know, they're probably pretty good at managing these kinds of things because they've, they're literally surrounded by them. Yeah, I imagine it's a pretty big tourist attraction for them. And any kind of like super... If it actually was damaging it, I'm sure that they'll put a stop to it. And this isn't the first concert that's been there. It's not like all of yeah. a sudden, you know, well, that's they what I were mean. like, like if, it, oh, if this Travis was a big Scott. deal, yeah. you'd think that they would have stopped people from being there in the first place. Because I don't think that Travis Scott was the first person to be loud at the Circus Maximum. Well, I, as far as Travis Scott goes, I mean, this is not... As far as like 60 people getting pepper sprayed for his reputation, that's it is not troubling. great because of the Astro World tragedy that happened yeah, where, 10 you people know, died. yeah, 10 people died. I mean, I wouldn't want this to be a thing like what I, I'm also curious who was it just some random person in the crowd? I have a lot of questions like okay. who pepper sprayed? Yeah. Was it security? Mm-hmm. Are people going to sue? These are um, all great questions. Yeah. It, it does look from the pictures kind of like a super packed crowd that I just anymore. I'm so old. I just don't like being down there in the pit, you know, with with people. I'm like, can we go sit upstairs and pay like ten dollars more <laughs> and get a space? Have you ever been down in a pit and like done some crowd surfing and stuff? Crowd surfing? Absolutely not. No. Have I been like down by the stage? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you will not find me crowd like surfing. moshing. What? I don't know. Do you think, I, do I look like I would be a mosh Do I? Person? No, absolutely I have. And I've been floating around up there. My shoe got ripped off. People had All their right. hand up my skirt, you know. Wow. It's just like something you do. Yeah, no, it's a rite you. of passage. 
If you haven't done it, let's get you to do that no. this year at the fair at the Zero Young chance. Gravy concert. Zero chance. Okay. Something tells me there's not going to be a mosh pit at the Young Gravy concert. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> Mike, are you a fan let's of the mosh it. pit? I've done it. I'm past it. Yeah. Just give me yeah. a comfortable seat and a nice drink. That's good. right. Uh, you were probably one of the people that were holding dumb girls up like me past him around the crowd. Well, you people have to hold you up. When we come back, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are going to court with an 83-year-old man. Why? Dawn is going to tell us when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Livia Weight Control Centers. Uh, Livy's helped me lose weight. Livia has helped me lose weight. And I moved to Minnesota and I actually gained some weight. I Maybe the stress of the move. And also I was trying a lot of craft beers in the area, to be honest. I'm like, wow, they have a lot of great beers. Well, that caught up to me. And then Livia helped me lose about 30 pounds. And I've kept the weight off because of all the resources and help that Livia taught me. They are absolutely amazing. And right now, you're going to get three months free when you join Livia's doctor-recommended program if you mention me. So this is a great offer. You can get a fresh start. Maybe you want to just look better or feel better, feel healthier. They can help you. Uh, It's actually very easy. I know you've been trying this on your own. Just make the call today. You are not going to regret it. It is an investment in your health. You could lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. Uh, Try today. Three months free. 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. My Talk 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. Um, Celebrities, they're always on the hunt for a new home, you know? Uh, And we got to talk about Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom because they were searching for a home. They found one, thought that they bought it, but now they're in a lawsuit. Oh, no. What happened? Okay, well, um, there's a man named Carl Westcott. He is 83 years old. He's a veteran. And he lived in a home in Santa Barbara. He is the founder of companies such as 1-800-Flowers. Oh, 1-800-Flowers. He signed a real estate contract to sell his home to the couple. Okay. But then things got really weird. He didn't want to sell his house after all um, because he claimed at the time he was recovering from a major back surgery and he was under the influence of opioids and painkillers. And then he alleges he wasn't in the right state of mind and had no idea what he was actually signing. So according to this complaint filed by him in court, Westcott, uh, well, his his attorney said Westcott was of unsound mind. Mind. Uh, upon discharge from the hospital, Mr. Westcott was prescribed at least two opiates in pill form that he was to continue taking for pain, which he took as prescribed several times each day. The combination of his age, frailty from his back condition and recent surgery and the opiates he was taking several times a day rendered Mr. Westcott of unsound mind. So... This all happened between, like, uh, the first part of July, um, well, July 11th, and then three days later on July 14th, um, they presented him with this offer, and it's, by the way, it's eight bedrooms, 11 bathrooms, and the offer was more money than he'd originally paid for it, so he signed the brokerage firm's contract. Um, He changed his mind after days went by. 
So I, now they're going to court over it. Okay, well, two things. One, this is not the first time she's almost killed somebody for a house. Uh-oh, what? Did you Do you remember? Because no. I had forgotten this until I read the story, and I was reminded of something that happened back in 2015. And in fact, you could almost say, I'm not implying that Katy Perry killed anybody, but do you remember the house dispute that she got in with the nuns? The nuns. And one of the nuns, long story short. Because she wanted to buy this convent. uh, There was land that was owned by these nuns. She wanted to buy it. And after there was some legal case. Or some, excuse me, not legal case. There was some like court date where one of the nuns had to go in for this trial, and she dropped dead in the middle of the oh like, my god. And so, like, that's not a good Katie look. Perry Katie Perry killed a nun, right? So when I, <laughs> then you do this math, and you're like, oh my god, they're going after the old people for a house again. But that was the first thing I wanted to say. Second thing is. I have a lot of questions about the guy who sells his house but didn't mean to. Like, I it's I get that it's not a good look for Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom to look like they're taking advantage of an 80-year-old uh, guy, Mr. Flowers, because they, it sounds like, when you read the story, were presented with the idea that this guy changed his mind, didn't want to sell after all, and they decided, no, we really want this house, so we're going to, we are legally have the right to complete the sale. Mm -hmm. So we are going to do that. That to me is where I think if you're Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, you go, do we really, do we really want to push the matter? You know, thinking about your career, your public, you know, like Mm -hmm. the publicity around it. Yeah. 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 So that said, I still have all these questions about the guy. Like, how do you get on painkillers and decide you're going to sell your house? And then you go through all the paperwork you know what I mean? Like, who, where in the process did that happen that he changed his mind? Well, he also was diagnosed in 2015 with Huntington's disease, which um, attacks part of the brain that controls voluntary movement. And one of the symptoms is dementia. Oh, okay. So, with this well, on top of case, his medication. In that case, then you have to wonder who's there taking care of him that could have stopped this. Yeah. If he's not able to, like, take care of himself. Then there's somebody else who's dropped the ball and allowed people, it sounds like, to take advantage of him. So those are the questions that I had after I read this story because it doesn't look good for Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. But at the same time, you're just like, how did this even happen? Uh, right. Well, I guess you just, you know, you, especially somebody who was in his own right, sounds like a very capable businessman. There can be issues where they just, even at that age, at 80 years old, want to do things on their own. And maybe the family just didn't know about it. But now, the actually, he can't even go to the trial because he's 83 now. He's bedridden, mentally incapacitated. Uh, so his family is going to step up and try to get control back of the $15 million <laughs> mansion. Maybe Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom could find another house. Oh, God, that's what I think. Like, guys, just Whether it's away. right or wrong, whether you're legally in the right or not, it's just not a good look, especially after that nun died. Yeah, I mean, they mentioned that even in this article here. Um, the legal battle with Sister Rita Callahan. Mm-hmm. Callahan and Sister Catherine Rose Holzman. Yep. Oh, that was, I think, 2015. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do better, you guys. It's not a good look. <laughs> well, I just want to know, like, how did it even, which I haven't found this out, like, 
obviously he contacted somebody yeah. to put there it on the market. There had to be a certain amount of effort on his part that I don't think you can just explain away with, I took drugs and they made me do things I didn't want to do. So, like, if there's a dementia issue and he's not responsible or he can't be held responsible for his actions, then yeah. you have to wonder why the family hasn't stepped in earlier. Because that doesn't, it just doesn't sound... Like, is the realtor in on it? Did the realtor not know that he didn't want to sell? I don't know. Right? Like, you got to go through a lot of steps. You don't just, like, Katy Perry ding-dong. Can I buy your house? I mean, it. right, exactly. And to their point, they're probably like, "Um, this house was listed for sale. We bought it under good faith. What's going on? That said, it's just not a good look. It's not a good look, and I would just honestly walk away. Because in the end, really, you can go shop for another house. And if this person has decided he doesn't want to sell the house anymore, um, well, you know, you might Although want to let were, it go. If you were buying a house and somebody was like, ah, I don't know. Be like, have you seen the market? But just, okay, we'll talk to J-Lo and Ben. They're into getting in and out of houses all the time. Yeah, but they ended up getting like a billion dollar house. That's My true, God. but they, but they like, you know, yeah. cancel sales all the time. I really just think that... Especially with that past that I completely forgot about, where she was trying to buy the convent. Yeah. Because from what I remember, that just got really nasty and it did not make her look good. Not just the, the fact woman that the nun dead died, in court. but it was like, God, just wh- why? Why are it's you like doing this? It's like the scene this? from Golden Girls when <laughs> they take that woman uh, to court about the tree. Because she, uh, what's her name? Frida Claxton. The nasty neighbor, Frida Claxton, she wants to cut down the tree that they're all trying to save. Oh. And then Rose goes off on her in the courtroom and she stands up and falls over dead. And then <gasps> Rose Claxton. has to. Frida Claxton. Oh, Frida. She likes the prune Danish. Golden Girls lovers know what, exactly what I'm talking about. The rest of you have no earthly idea. I, totally but I want to know. It's not like I don't want to hear about episode. it. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. Okay. But the moral of the story is you don't want anybody to drop dead in court. No. And he can't even go. That's but is is he really are they really just trying to win this case and or is he he really can't show up because they say he's bedridden. Oh, are you saying like that they're faking it? Yeah, I don't know because he wants the house back. Anything's possible. This is tinfoil hat time, right? We have to speculate at this point because we don't have the facts and that's what we're here for. Maybe he's an alien, Don. Maybe he's a Bigfoot. Um, if you keep bullying me about knowing or Excuse liking me? the whole Bigfoot lore and making fun of me, there's something else that's going to come back around to you. I don't know what it is, but it's called karma. What are you even talking about? Maybe right a now? Bigfoot will show up at the fair and you, scare the bejesus I, out of you. I believe. Oh, well, now you've and just an told alien. Me. You just told me. And maybe, maybe they want something from you that you can't ever get back. Well, as long as they don't probe me, I'm. Fine that's with what that. I'm saying. <laughs> well, good luck to you kids with that house. Find another house, right? You're talking about Katy Perry. Yeah, we're back yeah. to Katy Perry. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, not a good look, but at this point, it sounds like they're hell-bent on the house. Are they even moved in yet? No, no. He's he's in bed in the house right now. He is bedridden. They haven't moved in. I don't know where, where they're they living, living right now. Are they in a trailer down uh, the By street? By Tori Spelling, Tori yes. It's called Celebrity Trailer Lot on the beach. All right, when we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn from that very scintillating story to none other than Mike's big roulette wheel. Where he spins it, 
Well, we know where he spins it right here. Where it lands, we don't know. We'll find out what game we're playing when we come back right here on my. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at your boat club. Head to yourboatclub.com to find out how you and your whole family can get on the water this summer. There's still plenty of time to enjoy it because here's the thing at your boat club, they take care of the work, you take care of the fun. It's their boat, it's your fun. Head to your boat club, you can learn about their memberships, but they also offer single and multi day boat rentals. So if you just want to try it out and Trust me when I tell you when you try it out, you're going to love it and you're going to want to do it again and again and again. Start to finish from orientation to being on the water, whether it's Lake Waconia, whether it's Minnetonka, White Bear Lake, or you can go up to Duluth or maybe St. Croix. They have over 30 locations across Minnesota, as well as Illinois and Wisconsin. Your boat club has something for everyone, especially if you love to have fun and relax on the water. Head to yourboatclub.com today. Life really is better on the water. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Thanks for joining us. If you missed any of the show, you can go back and listen to the podcast on our app or just go to mytalk1071.com and you can find it there. It is time for Mike to spin his game show roulette wheel. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Hi, Mike! Yes, a Thursday means the final uh, competitive game between the two of you for the week. Tomorrow we'll have a little bit of fun. Your last chance, Dawn. Find one together. <laughs> and she's been crushing this week. Let's see how it Not goes. Not all week she hasn't. Today, Uh-oh. when we play... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not good at this. It's been a while. It's been a little bit, but we're playing a little Name That Tune today. Okay. You guys what you got over there? This? It's Bigfoot you... meat in jerky form. You're eating Bigfoot jerky? Mm-hmm. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. It helps me Mike, think of songs. <laughs> it's good. You're going to need it today because, again, we are playing a little Name That Tune, and uh, all these songs that we're going to be talking about today have a theme, and that theme is... They're 30 years old. Oh, no. I think we're going to be shocked. These are top 100 year-end songs on the Billboard charts from the year 1993. Oh, God. That was the year that I came to Minnesota, also the year I graduated high school. It was a big year for me. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of uh, maybe memories tied to this music, potentially. And let's see if it helps you. We are going to get started. Again, you guys know how Name That Tune works. I'm going to give you a little clue in addition to that theme that we're doing today. You uh, go back and forth a bit. How many seconds do you think it's going to take for you to recognize the song once I start to play it? Flipping a coin here. Somebody call it. Heads! (laughs) One person call it, please. (laughs) Don, go ahead. Hits. It is tails, uh, Bradley. That I means you get to start the you get to start the bidding on this first one. Again, these are songs that are thirty years old today. Well, not exactly today, but thirty years old. And uh, for your first song, this was number eight on the list back in nineteen ninety three. These are the top one hundred year end songs. Your clue for this first one: her seventh number one hit of nineteen. Her seventh number one hit of 19. Oh, seventh of 19. And again, this is Name That Tune, so we're Mm -hmm. looking for the name of the tune. Go ahead and let me know how many seconds you start the bidding there, uh, Bradley. Uh, Bob, I can name this tune in four seconds. Four seconds, Dawn. Ooh, I can name that tune in three seconds. Mm. 
Give it to me at two, Bob. Wow. Give it to me at two. <laughs> two and two. Don, are you going to go for the one second? Uh, no. All right. Yeah. That means, Bradley, you got a chance to name this song with two seconds of it. Are you ready? I am. Again, your clue. This is, All these songs are 30 years old. They were on the Billboard year-end charts for uh, 1993. And this one was number eight. It's her seventh number one hit of 19. Wow. Two seconds Here's your tune. That's it. Oh. Ah! Um. It's uh. Oh, I can't think of the name of the title of the song. Uh, Heartbreaker? No, it's not. Right singer, Don, you know what it is? Uh, Dream Lover, Mariah Carey. Yes, it is. Good job. Dream Lover. Now, you didn't have to steal it. Uh, Bradley got it wrong, so you got the point point regardless. But uh, yes, little Dream Lover. Oh, Oh my gosh. That dog whistle. Way up there. All right, so with that, Don takes the 1-0 lead as we head to our second song and playing Name That Tune today. Uh, Don, that means you get to start the bidding for the second one. These are all songs that were in the year-end charts for 1993. This one was number 11, and it was the first massive success for two of the most successful in their genre. Ooh, can you say that again? This was number 11. Okay. It's the first massive success for... Two, this two, these two, these two that were the uh, most successful in their genre. Oh, a obscure. You're not supposed to put you quite on the yeah. scent. It's just supposed to give you a little taste. Okay. So start the bidding, Don, wherever you'd like to. I can name that tune in four seconds. I'll do it in three, Bob. I'll do it in two, Bill. <laughs> you give it to her? Yeah, go That's, for it. This Don. is where you aggressively oh, have to God. say, yeah. Don. Don, name that tune. There we go. That's what we like. <laughs> Put a little stank Aggressive. on it. Put a little uh-huh. stank on okay. it. All right. Here we go. Again, these are songs that are 30 yeah. years old. They were on the year-end charts, 93. This one was number 11. It's the first massive success for these two that are the these. most successful in their, two of the most successful in their genre. That's a lot are of words. Are you ready? Yeah. You got two seconds okay. of this song. Oh, um, Name uh, that tune. That is, oh my God, this is like a hip-hop classic song. <sighs> I can't, I'm sorry. The pressure. Would you have known it, uh, Bradley? No, it's like, um, um, oh I know the song, so but I don't know the I song. I don't know this. Yeah. It ain't nothing but a G thing. That, of course, the first big hit for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. That's right. Yeah. Off of that uh, Chronic album from 93, chronic, I believe. Wow, 93. Okay. I think that's what it was. Let's see. We'll move on to this next one again. It is now tied up one apiece. We move on to our third song, songs that are 30 years old. This was number 27, oh. and it is the only U.S. hit for the Scottish duo. Mm, okay, okay. Only U.S. hit for the Scottish duo. Bradley, you could just start the bidding, and you seem really excited about this one. Maybe. I could be totally wrong, and I probably will be, but... Maybe that was too much of a clue. We'll find out. How aggressive do you want to be? Come on, do it. If you know it, just do it. Dawn, I can name that tune in two seconds! Name that tune, Bradley! He's going right for it. All right, you got two seconds. I think I know what it is. Uh, only U.S. hit for it's a not gonna be it, Scottish duo. 
Bradley Trainer, name this tune. Yes, and I would walk 500 miles. I need the name of the tune. Uh, it's just called. Uh, oh God, I have. It's not the name. Oh, hundred miles. Uh, I walk a hundred miles. Need an answer. Oh, I don't know. Any guess of what you I want would, to say? A uh, hundred miles? A thousand miles? Uh, I would have accepted two different things. The actual song is I'm a Gonna Be. and I'm a Gonna Be? I'm Gonna Be is the name of that song by the Proclaimers. Okay. But I would have accepted 500 miles. 500 miles. Oh, 500 miles. It's 500 miles. 500 miles. miles and so you knew I it. I it was Chumbawamba. Oh, got it. <laughs> Tub Thumping. Remember that song? Yeah. Yes, Tub Thumping. Oh, I know it's gonna be. There you go. That's actually their only top uh, hit there for oh. the, that Scottish duo. All right, we got to move on to this next one pretty okay. quickly here. Okay, okay, Dawn, okay. you're going to start the bidding. Your song here, it's number 51. This is for the win, by the way. 51. It was the first top five hit for a Scandinavian group. Oh, first top no. five hit for a Scandinavian group. Need to start the bidding. Oh God, this is going to be something super obvious, and people are going to scream at me. Uh, I, I can name that tune in four seconds. I can name that tune in. Need to hurry. Two seconds. Oh, name that tune. He's going for two seconds again. If Bradley gets this right, he's going to tie up the game. If he gets it wrong, we are going to the final. <laughs> this has worked for oh, sorry, me so well that. today. If you Dawn, get it wrong, Don's going to get the win. Here we oh, go. I need you to fault. name this tune, Bradley Drainer. Again, first top five hit for a Scandinavian group. These are all songs 30 years old. Here's two seconds of this. All that she wants, Ace of Base. Jeez, no there messing around there. I remember this in my dorm room in uh, freshman year. Nice job. Of course, Swedish group there. Great job. We're moving on now to the final one. Here we go. we got to start the bidding tied, quickly. Right? We are all tied up. It comes down into this one. Okay. This is the lone top. This was number 22 on the chart that year. Lone top 10 song for a local group. And it is, uh, I believe, who starts it? Bradley, I think you start the bidding this time, right? Local, uh, oh no. Lone like, top 10 song for a local group. And we got to hurry up here with the bidding. Okay, four, th- four seconds. Okay, three seconds. Name that tune. Oh, All right, Don. Oh no! You have three seconds. <laughs> Need you to name this tune. I didn't even go here. Again, lone, I didn't go here. lone top 10 okay, song do it, for do it. a local group. You've got hurry three up. seconds. Oh, God. I know. Here's your you song. Don, name you could do it. this tune. This is going to make me a I don't know. Come on. No clue. Yes. No, no clue. Guess. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. I know who it is. Is it The Replacements? No. Oh. That is Soul Asylum oh, with Runaway sure. Train. Runaway Train, never okay. looking back. That was number 22 in 1993, a fantastic okay. song from a local group. Unfortunately, with that, Don, you fall. Bradley's the winner. Oh, All right, Bradley. Do you feel like a winner? I do. Good job, you two. You did, you did well. Sassy. Okay. Well, thank you. You did the best. What did Dawn not win today? Oh, we don't have time for that, oh, okay. but I think it was well, like Dawn. I have a granola bar. Old in my chewing bag. gum. There you go. Uh, beef jerky from Sasquatch. All right. When we come back, oh, look, we're not coming back. Nope. Why? 
because we're done for the day. Mike, thank you for another fabulous game. Thanks for putting up with we'll us. We'll do it again tomorrow. Up next, however, we've got Lori and Julia. See what those crazy cats are up to right here on My Talk 1071. Bye! Bye!